Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Disclaimer. This podcast is intended for entertainment purposes only. No copyrighted material is played here. But we invite you to join in at home and enjoy our commentary. Welcome to the LP Lexicon Podcast. Episode 0, 5, 8... Welcome to episode 058 of the LP Lexicon Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph, and I'm joined by Denise. Hi. Hello, everybody. I noticed you just turned your phone off, Denise. Yes. That's good, because podcasting rules, if your phone goes off while you're recording, you automatically owe all of our listeners a beer. Really? Yeah. Okay, so mine's still on. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I should turn it off, but it's over there charging. Anyway, how are you, Denise? You okay? Yeah, fine, perfect. Okay. And how are you? Um, yeah, I'm good. I've um, I've been working on a little project for us today, something interesting, which stems from a conversation we had this morning and, and other things which have happened this week. So, um, do you want to get to it? Okay, ready. Okay. Do you want to do press play? No, you, you do. Okay, I'll put it, I'll put it in post. <laughs> Press play in three, two, one. Okay, so this is a YouTube playlist that I've put together today. Okay. Okay, so we're going to watch some, some videos. Okay, okay, we will do something different. Yeah, and the listeners can get the playlist. It's uh, LP Lexicon Podcast 058, and they can watch the videos as well. Okay. Oh, okay. So, okay. okay. So, for new for new listener, they can understand. Yeah, we've, how we've, we've done this before. We've done it for yeah, episodes. How we are doing the podcast? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, the first track up is "Wuthering Heights" by Kate Bush, mm-hmm. and the reason why I've picked this is because this was a very important song, which turned forty yesterday. Forty years old. Forty years old. Yes, and um. I was looking at it, EMI wanted her to release a track called James and the Cold Gun as her first single, and she was only 17, 18 years old at the time, so she said no to EMI, which was <laughs> one of the largest record companies in the world, and she said she wanted Wuthering Heights as her first single, and this ended up going to number one in the UK charts for four weeks, and cemented the career, and she's, to this day, she's still with with EMI. Mm. Okay, so this was a very important single. And the re- the videos that I've chose today is uh, women in music. 
Okay. Okay. And how uh, how they the the record companies affect their careers and how they are able to to uh, look after their own careers and how technology kind of dictates that. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Because in in the in the modern world now, you know, since since two thousand, I'd say you had Napster, and everyone was able to steal music for, for whatever music they wanted, uh, and then Napster was made legal. So there was various other sites, and now because everybody was stealing music, they were, now music is essentially free. Okay. You know, you can listen to any album you want on Spotify, mm-hmm. as long as it's on there. Most albums are on Spotify, but not all of them are. And I like the album format as well. No, I don't particularly like Spotify, because uh, you got to pay for it if you want to listen to a full album, not in shuffle. And I don't agree with the rates that they pay the their artists either. It's Spotify. Yes, it's oh, very, okay. very low. Yeah, so. But that's not what we're talking about today. Um, So, start off on Kate Bush. We've done an episode on Kate Bush. We've done Hounds of Love. I can't remember what episode it was. It's on the, the, uh, the guide up there. But I, find, I think she's a very important artist. Because she was, she took control of of a career and provided careers for others as well. And her music's always been interesting. Like this was her debut single. You know, people have never heard of her before. This song is very interesting. Yeah. This was the single. Yes. From the album. Yes. Okay. So, uh, Wuthering Heights is finishing now, and now we move on to we go back to nineteen sixty five. Okay. Okay. Okay, this is so called Pouvez de Sin, Pouvez de Son by Franz Gall. Okay. Now, Franz Gall uh, died a couple of weeks ago. I was quite saddened to see that. Yeah, this Franz Gall. Okay, this girl. Okay. Yeah. I was quite saddened to see that Franz Gall had died because I always loved this song. Have you you heard this before? Yeah, I remember that I hear this song. Yeah, because I, I play this sometimes in the, in the house. Yeah, I never saw the the video. No, well, some of the I'll just say some of the videos. Uh, you know, this is in black and white. This is a promotional video from 1965. And she's fr- she was from France. Oh. Singing French, yeah. Mm-hmm. This was wrote by Serge Gainsbourg. Okay, Serge Gainsbourg was a huge. Uh, songwriter from France. I'm not sure if he's still alive today. I th- kind of think he is, but I could be mistaken. My knowledge of French music is quite uh, negligible, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do, I always like like this, and this song was quite popular, and and, and she ended up getting a, a career out of it. Then easy looking at me, lost. What's up? No, no, that she, she seems so easy, like a yeah, like a. It's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the orchestra playing as well on the live television. Huge organ. Yeah. And she's there singing like a she's singing like a happy birthday (laughs) in a in a in a home party. Yeah. Hmm. I just need to hydrate myself. So, you know, as I said, uh, 
Franz Gall. She died a couple of weeks ago, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was quite, I was quite saddened because, uh, like I said, I, I quite like this song and a couple of others that she done as well. But uh, they're not really long singles from the sixties, yeah. Like they only had, think I think you can get seven minutes on a seven-inch single or something like that at the most. But at the tracks and the quality, so this is only on for like two minutes, nineteen seconds. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. Now we go to 1969, New York. Now, never really uh, spoken about Lord De Niro on this on this podcast, and this is one of my absolute favourite albums. But I only play it in winter because it's like so dark. But it's called Gibson Street, and it's about um, it's like a, a an, an alley, a back alley where one would go for an abortion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, her career was quite promising. She was a good songwriter. She wrote for uh, other bands, and other bands had success with with her songs, which she never really had in herself. But as a performer, I thought she was incredible. And um, this this is like a fan video. Yet this isn't an official video. But I I seen the footage before when I was putting this together and I thought that looks amazing like New York in like nineteen seventy odd yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is New York. Yeah. And um Topic art compared to these days. Yeah. But she was on uh, on Geffen Records, which we've discussed a, a couple of times and I think that the owner of Geffen had had ideas, promising ideas for for Laura Nero to be successful, but it, it just never happened. And um, she released, as the years went by, she released some albums. Never really picked up any any momentum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, she died in in nineteen ninety seven. As she was dying, she was recording an album as well, which was uh, how old was she? Ninety seven. Mm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. She would have been. She would have been quite young, now. <clears throat> I believe that this this album as well took was the longest that she took to record, because she used to record them quite fast. But it's got like it's not really uh, complex or like layered. The album it's only like a woman and piano, and like, like some drums and. Uh, and she was playing the piano. Yeah, she played piano as well. Uh. And this is one thing I was I was looking at when I when I was looking at the songs which I picked, it was about women who are musicians, who uh, who try and build a career, and it's not like uh, a career which is built on on uh, selling themselves for for sex mm-hmm. or anything like that. It's women who build a career on on how good a musician they are. Yeah, so. Um. Have you got something to say at the moment? Uh, I don't know. I want to know uh, why do you like a lot uh, Loranero? Loranero? I don't know. I remember I've got a book and it, it was like about the, the thousand best albums. And it was this one and her, her first album in there. So I was like, I'll buy, I'll try it when I was out one day. I was looking to buy some records. And uh, the first one I thought was okay, but I love this record. 
you know, so that, that's it. Really, that was, I think it was maybe 20 years ago when I bought this record now. And, and how many albums do you have from, from, from this singer? Uh, yeah. On vinyl, I've got nothing. Oh, no, I've got one. I've got uh, Smile, which has got a track called Diamond the Blues on, which I love. Uh, CDs, I'd say about between about 10 I'd say mm -hmm. different different mm -hmm. yeah. yeah because sometimes you collect the same CD from yeah. different countries I mean we were good I was looking at some albums to do today and uh, I was playing them this morning to, to get myself prepared and I was looking at one I won't name what it is but I've got it like probably nine times mm -hmm. like Japanese UK US vinyl reissue promotional and that's without it that's without the singles which are on there as well There's really a lot of material but we'll save that for another week okay, okay. uh Good. so that song's finished now amazing footage yeah, i quite like these fan videos where people have put like a little bit of effort into them on the last time we did this kind of podcast there was one for uh and your nose by the trailer dead uh, well, somebody had made, and it was just incredible footage. It just looked, looked like it was in the Rockies, in a, in America, like Boulder, Colorado, or something like that. Okay, so now we have "Looking Forward to the Dawn" by Estra Mohawk. This is from nineteen seventy. Seventy. Yes. Now, there's not really a video per se of this because there's not really any videos of her. Mm -hmm. She had uh, huge critical success, but not really commercial success. Why? I don't know. In 1977, uh, Rolling Stone voted this album one of the 100 best albums ever made. But you can hardly ever find it. So... I mean, even when I was looking on YouTube today... There was videos which were put up a couple of years ago, which had like 200 views. So uh, I, I imagine that she didn't have enough money from from the from the albums or something like that. I, I don't think so, but she's still alive and she still makes music today. And what she's known for, she she sang on, on a, a Frank Zappa album, ah. on one of the, the early albums. I think it's like the second or the third one. Yeah. So she was able to get, get her name out from that. But aside from that, not, nobody really, really bought her music. Why this happened to, to women? I don't know. Maybe it's it's the record label that, that don't yeah, promote them properly. In, yeah, because in the record label, maybe they are only men, no? Well, in this in this moment, it would, this would be a completely male-dominated industry. And... This is part of a, a trilogy, an unofficial trilogy, I'd say. So it was the last track that we listened to was Laura Nero, Gibson Street. That album is called New York Tenderberry. There's this album uh, called Primordial Lovers by Ezra Mohawk. And the next track is uh, an album from Judy Sill. And the album is called Hartford. And these albums are like uh, critically acclaimed albums which never sold hardly anything oh it's so strange yeah 
but you know I think it it's pretty much a product of its time because you can imagine like rock and roll excess of the 1970s late 60s and early 70s you know you got these bands like guitar bands rock and roll bands from from America going on the road and just like doing lots of drugs and and sex and all that and then you've got like a woman at a piano and beautiful and it's beautiful beautiful really yeah. beautiful but maybe it wasn't what what was wanted at the time by by what people want to listen to. It was only vinyl available at the time. Mm-hmm. It was a major format, so you know maybe for eight track and stuff like that. This is just a, a reflection of what what I like as well. Obviously, there's other musicians, female musicians from from these times and in between. And I've, if I've left anybody out, it's just because I'm... We don't have enough time. To yeah, we don't have enough time and probably because I'm, like, ignorant because I don't know everything. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But I wanted, like, to, to show people some, some things that, you know, maybe they haven't heard before. And, you know, Judy Sill and uh, Esri Mohawk and, and Laura Nero, they... they deserve some kind of recognition for the work that they've done for years. Yeah, exactly. And and you know, nobody <clears throat> nobody really heard it. Yeah, well There you go. this is the first album, Sandy's album here at last and look who's on the television. Ah, Frank Zappa. Yeah. And that's like they they used to do that on like loads of Frank Zappa album like that speech bubble, yeah. Yeah. Well because we're speaking about women, uh, I was thinking about the like um, the movement that now we have in the world. Okay. Because I can see like many women around the world, they are they are speaking about themselves. Uh, they are uh, showing to the world their their work. Uh, for example, the other day uh, in this. Um, what was Grammy Awards? The Grammys, yeah. Yeah, where where Oprah uh, was speaking, and she did a, a beautiful um, speech. Okay, and and other other women speak too about uh, why we don't have so many directors. Mm-hmm. Why why in the the nominees there are not any women for this category? Mm-hmm. Okay, and. I can feel this because uh, I have some friends and uh, we are in a special uh, uh, close group in Facebook and and I can see the power of a woman yes. and how we are helping each other. I, and really, I cannot understand that the men don't understand about the power, the healing power and the creative power that women have in the world because we are creating lives mm-hmm. uh, we we create every day uh, our families uh, the future leaders of the world mm-hmm. so so I feel a bit sad when I can see that no recognition for women in different uh, fields fields yeah I remember when I was 16, if that, 16, 17, I was in school and um, I'd only just started to collect music a short time before 
I was talking to a friend of mine in school and I'll never forget it. And we were talking about the artist, what we're like, and he's like, you don't listen to any women. Which, and I didn't really have anything to come back at him from. But at, at that time I did. But I couldn't really think of any to, to mention to him. And I always regret not saying to him, like, that's not true because I, listen, I like this person and I like this person. You know. Um... That was just something I was thinking about when I was putting this together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, know, I know that uh, uh, you, um, you decide to to show some videos uh, about women that they are important in the music industry for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. but of course that uh, we have some some important musicians in Latin America. Oh yeah. Uh, for example, one that I like a lot, and I didn't know that Joseph will will do this this type of podcast today, because for example, Celia Cruz, okay, she's so huge in Latin America, mm-hmm. and and the other day I was watching one of her videos when she was she was very young and she was speaking with. Um, her husband, and she was dreaming about the future. Because I think that they didn't have they the story was like they didn't have enough money, but they wanted to to take a little tour like inside. I think that it was New York inside New York in a, in this um, in I don't know the name in como un carruaje like a carriage like a carriage a horse okay. and carriage yeah. yeah okay yeah so they they wanted to take a little tour there. And, and with her husband, they start to sing. Uh, so in the video, you can see when they are older and they are singing the same song. So how you can see the power of this woman, how she can manifest w- what she wanted in life, because she, she they were very poor in this moment, but they were happy. And, and now it's another video. This is Judy Sill. No, but carry on with what you're saying because, like, you, you have a point with, like, Celia Cruz, but the same for, like, Violeta Parra and uh, Francisca Valenzuela, you know, yeah. huge artists. Yeah. You know. So we have important women in the around the world that they are very powerful and and creative and they they have so much to, to tell to the rest of the world. But really, I don't understand why they... Um, I don't know the the important people in the music industry. They don't listen to them, mm. or and and sometimes I think that is better. <laughs> sometimes uh, it, it it could be weird what I'm thinking, but I think that women they have so much power inside mm-hmm. of them that yes. if really if you put all this power outside, I don't know what will happen in this world. <laughs> well, we look at this video now. This is Judy Sill, yeah, she's playing a piano, and she was like, a, she played piano in in a church, and she had like various problems throughout her life. And like the guy who's just done the intro, there's like a, this off the old Grey Whistle Test the music program, which is on in in the UK. Um, <clears throat> he said she looked like a librarian, which she does. Mm-hmm. But the album that she created this time was it was it was amazing. We we've done an episode on this before as well. Sometimes like um I think about 
albums what we've covered and like stuff that I've missed or you know like I'd like to to do it again. And and I think that women have better voice than men. So I don't understand sometimes why people prefer to listen uh, a, a man than a woman. Yeah, I mean, it just depends on it. It's it's subjective, you know. A man, a man's voice, like some some men are like, uh, like Kurt Cobain, a beautiful voice, and he was able to scream, but like great, you know. So it's not it's not really. But fair to Bush can them. do that too. Yeah, and 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 various many oh, women. P.J. Harvey too. P.J. Harvey, yeah. Well, the, what I like about P.J. Harvey's music because she doesn't. She she tries to sing like both a woman and a man. There's songs where you can like listen to PJ Harvey where she's like audibly trying to sound like male. No, oh, really? Yeah. I didn't put so much attention to this. Yeah, but she doesn't do it so much now, but like on her earlier albums where she maybe she had something to say politically or you know I quite like the old grey whistle test. I never really seen a, a lot of it, but I've seen this video before. the The only program we've got really like this now is is Jules Holland, mm -hmm. and I don't really like to watch it anymore. Hmm? I don't really like no? to watch now because I don't really. I've got older now, and a lot of the oh, newer acts. New I don't. I haven't really got time for them. It's, it doesn't really interest me. You know, once every so often somebody would come along, but it's not the same. Be, before, if you were going to commit an artist to, to vinyl, that costs money. You needed to, to invest money into them mm -hmm. and to uh, gain uh, an end result. But now you can record for, for nothing. So I think that lowers the caliber of artists who, who releases music. It's, it's funny about the, what you told me about uh, Pierre Harvey that sometimes she wanted to to sing like a man, yeah? yeah? Because uh, it reminds me uh, about J.K. Rowley because she started a new uh, detective books uh, with a man's name. Yeah, well, even the name J.K. Rowling, that, her name is... Yeah, because she didn't use, like, a, my name yeah, is... Yeah, they didn't say Joanne Rowling. Exactly. The, the, uh, the publisher said, uh, if you put it, your initial J.K., it's less threatening because you, they can't tell that it's female. It was true. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of like Tolkien as well. You know, Tolkien never never used John Rule, Joel, I'm sorry, John Ronald Rule Tolkien. Okay. He used J.R.R. Tolkien, J.K. Rowling. Mm. You know what I mean? It's that's 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 what I always got from it anyway. They were trying to like make that that connection. Lovely song, Julie let me see what we've got next. I've got everything written down here. No peeking, Denise. Okay. Tried to peek. Sorry. But I saw that you that you wrote like 20 things today. Okay, but there's not that many. There's like uh. 15. Uh. Okay, so from, from here we go to 1980. Martha and the Muffins. <laughs> I like Echo this Beach. name. Yeah, it's a great I fun like name. I like this, yeah. this um, song. Yeah, I, wonder, I was going to put uh, the waitresses in there, Christmas rapping as well, but... 
I decided against it. What I didn't hear this song before. Before, uh, before I was playing. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. What um, was it? It's on the radio once every so often. Really? Yeah, and and that that's really where I know it from for me. And when it come on the radio. But oh, I, I like this song <laughs> so much. <laughs> I like her voice. It's very much a product of its time as well. You can tell it's like definitely like nineteen eighties, yeah. Mm. But I like the lyrics of this song as well. <laughs> My job is very boring, I'm an office clerk. <laughs> But aside from that, I don't really know anything about Martha and the Muffins. No? No, but I love the name. Do you know why they picked this name? No, I've never never investigated, to be honest. Mm. But this is look at the video effects that they've got from the time. <laughs> Left-hander Gibson. Um... And two of them used, the, the guy used like a white t-shirt with a tie, no? Yeah, well, at the time, it was like 1980, so like, he had like a, like the specials were were huge, like, like two tones, so it was all black and white, yeah. And that was, that was kind of like the style at the time, kind of similar to this video. And what type of music is that? The specials? Yeah. Like ska. I'd like to do a specials album one day, though. We did it. No, we haven't done one yet. No. I was li- I was listening to them yesterday as well. First two albums, great albums. See, this sounds like specials as well, like saxophone. Yeah. Yeah, I like the saxophone. I wonder what that that video effect is. Huh? I wonder what that video effect is. Found a way in some April Beach. <laughs> I like the song. So, I don't think that for women it was it was much different from how how it had been in the seventies. Yeah, I don't think I don't. Do, I mean, do you think it's changed? Yeah, change um, how they. Like how how women would be treated from the seventy? Yeah. Well, a bit, but no, no enough that what I would like. Hmm. And and is is well. I I remember when I was in school in my country. Um, you of course that you learn a bit about about the culture of other countries. But I don't know why. I don't know if it was because my grandparents believe in me so much or why. Well, I don't know. That, but that's everything you got to show interest in, in you got to believe in your children. From yeah, but they they believe a lot in me. So so I never uh, felt this difference between a man and a woman mm-hmm. okay when when i was a student yeah. uh, because they told me that i could achieve everything that i want 
Okay. So they sent me to the university, uh, studied for two degrees, and 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 with my with my other friends in the university, it was the same. Mm-hmm. So I remember that I, I had um, three three friends. So one was a woman and two two men. Um, it, it wasn't any difference between us, but when I arrived here to England, mm-hmm. I started to to notice that it was a difference between man and woman. Yeah. It was weird because why this didn't happen to me in my country, that is a developing country. And I started to notice that here, that is a developed country. I, I still, I don't understand the, the, the point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah? Maybe that, that it, that's it, because it's, the, it's developed, uh, that it's just ingrained into like the, the culture or the processes that, that people have in place. By the way, this is, uh, I believe, by Marcella Detroit. I just put this on because I like it. Don't really hear of, hear of it anywhere. Don't really hear it on the radio anymore. But I liked it when it was out. He's a very talented singer. What year, Joe? This, I would say it was like 1992, 1993. She had like her voice, she had a very high falsetto voice. She could sing uh, so high that like not, not only a small number of people could do it. Beautiful. Yeah. Um... She was in a in a band called Shakespeare's Sister. Okay. Yeah. Before that. Before this, yeah, they had like they had some level of success, and then they split. I don't I don't really know the reasons for it. I've never never looked into it. And then she had a, her own career, and I don't know what label she was on, but she had a couple of singles after this as well, but they didn't really have the success that did this did. But I always liked the voice. He's like a talented songwriter. Uh, I was thinking that I went to some concerts in my country yeah. uh, before I met you. Yes. And and I remember especially one um, Alanis Morissette okay. uh, concert. Do you do you have any video here in your list? No, not on this list. Her? No, no, no. But I do like some Alanis Morissette. Oh my God! How she can do yeah, this? Yeah, that, that's that's falsetto. Not a, not a great deal of people can do it. Um, no, I do like some some Alanis Morissette songs. You know, we have a few albums in the house. I like stuff like off uh, "Suppose Farmer Infatuation Junkie," mm-hmm. which was the album which she released after "Jagged Little Pill." Mm-hmm. It was the one that you were playing the other, the other day. day. Yeah, I wasn't here. No, oh, this song is beautiful. Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah. Yeah. You don't really see the video. Like, I mean, that's one of the good things about technology. Like you, with YouTube, you can just like pull up any any video that you want. Whereas I would have seen this video like a handful of times when I was younger, but like now you can you can pull it up whenever you want it. Um, and to reiterate, this is 
LPLexicon Podcast 058 playlist on YouTube if anybody wants to watch it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next up we have... Let's take a look at my notes. Stop cheating, Denise. <laughs> okay, this is... um. This is kind of like the, the American stuff which was released at the time. The next uh, the next couple of songs. Um this is called Where Have All the Cowboys Gone by Paula Cole. And she's from I would say she's from the southern states of the United States. I don't know which one exactly. But it sounds like the the instruments and like her voice, they sound like from that area. But I was I've been listening to this song quite a bit recently. Um, the the lyrics like say like like I'll do the laundry. <laughs> you pay all the bills. Where is my John Wayne? Where where's the stuff that I'm entitled to? <laughs> you know. And it's like, as the song goes on, like the, the man is like kind of doing what he wants, but, but she's got like obligations to look after. And nobody's particularly wrong in the situation. It's just the way that things are. Like the guy goes to work, you know. Yeah, I was thinking about this the other day. Yeah, that, for example, in this moment in our in our lives, you need to go to work. Mm-hmm. And... I need to look after the kids because they are little. And I was thinking about this, and I said, "But this is, this is part of me, because I am a woman, because I am a mom, mm-hmm. I am, I am the person who need to take care of them. Who who can do that? For yeah. example, if I am in in a country that I don't have my family next door." Uh, to reiterate so, to our listeners, I clean the kitchen today, okay? No, I just do a lot of things. <laughs> well, um, our, 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 um, everyone starts calling our me a relationship pig. <laughs> is not, I don't, I don't know how to say, but it's, like I said, that it's a special one because um, when, I, when we were in my country, uh, I needed to work all the time. Because I, I told before that I got degrees, so yeah, yeah, so you had a good job, you had good money, exactly. So, so I was, I was like house husband. Joseph was the, which was for in me this new was country. the absolute best job ever. Yeah, I know it really I know. was. Joseph I, lo- was I so loved every happy. minute of it. Yeah, and and after a while, we decided to to come to England. So now is the opposite. Uh, yeah. You. Well, for a while. Because I can I can return to my job again, um, but as I was thinking that the other day, I need to do everything uh, with happiness here in the house, because the kids will be little only a few years in life. Yeah, later yeah, on they, they start they, to be teenager. They even, are bigger. Even now we can notice that they, they are more independent. So I was thinking that. So enjoy now. Because later on, uh, they will be teenagers. They want to go out. They want to do things. As far as we know, we only have one life on this planet. So enjoy it while you're in it. Exactly. Exactly. And how I say to my to my boys, don't worry about anything. Uh, do what you need to do. But don't worry. Because it's the worst disease 
uh, in the world to be worried about something. Everything will be fine. I could, just quick notes on Paula Cole. I can't remember what track it was, but I looked it up on Spotify recently. And mm-hmm. um, one of the tracks, what was on air, the, on one of the first ones, it was something that I, I loved. It was a cover version. I can't remember what it was now. Okay, so we're up to like the mid nineties at this point. Nineties, yeah. okay. Yeah, I'd say like still ninety two, ninety three, and this is Sophie B Hawkins. And um, this this was a, a a moderate hit in in Europe. This track. And what happened with Sophie B Hawkins was really strange because she had uh, a couple of singles which. Uh, was successes, yeah, mm-hmm. and she was recording a follow-up album to this, and she wanted to put a banjo on their album. Okay. Okay. And the record company said no, over a banjo. Okay. Yeah. Now Sophie B Hawkins is very strong, so she was like, "I'm going to battle the record company. They won't let me put the banjo on there." And so, while they were in legal dispute, mm-hmm. the record company stopped the recording for anybody else. Okay. And she wasn't able to record anything for about eighteen years. Eighteen years. Yeah, while they were while they were sorting this stuff out. And what happened with the banjo? <laughs> Who knows? It, it's so insignificant. What it cost. This woman, that much time of her career, for nothing. And I was worried for six months that I need to recover from my injury. And she, but she, she has stopped her career for eighteen years. No, no. Yeah, she, she, she carry on creating. No, she wasn't able to. She wasn't able to do anything, Denise. You joking? No. This is like a go to prison. Yeah, yeah, it's really bad. Well, she's a very talented songwriter. But yeah. she wrote all music was... for other for other singers. No. She wasn't able to do anything. The terms of a contract stated that she could only work for them. Yeah. For how many years? Whatever. I don't know the details of a contract. I mean. Mm-hmm. I can try and contact the lawyer if you want. <laughs> but, it, you know, it, it, it's it's really not funny because she lost a long time. You know, she's recording again now. Really? She has, re- she has released music since this dispute was, was closed or, or whatever. I don't, I can't remember the, the details, but the ramifications where she wasn't able to record for a really long time. I, I, find, that, I find that really sad because they were probably at her best years. You know, she's young. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But if you put 18 years on somebody, they're not really young for that much longer. I hope that she, she enjoys her life during this yeah, I hope she has some, some level of success now. Because she deserves it. Yeah. So she has a new album? The last I've seen, she had a new album, yeah. Do you listen it? <clears throat> no. Okay, we should. Yeah. The thing is, for me, there's only like 
it's only 24 hours in a day and there's only so much you can get through I really do try to, to get through a lot I believe I did actually listen to some stuff off it I just oh, okay. I just can't recall it mm-hmm. yeah okay so next up we have <laughs> uh, okay I okay, played this what? a few times this week this track I've been playing on the guitar as well. <laughs> so I should recognize the, the song. Yeah, you recognize it. 1994? Okay, 1994. Around this time, like a lot of these bands, I, I don't really know the years of some of them off the top of my head. So, obviously, this is Linger by the Cranberries. Uh, I've been playing this a lot this week, obviously. Dolores died this week um i've been playing this for like the last three months i would say and i i didn't realize how much of the cranberry stuff that i actually knew you know uh obviously it was like like the the big tracks were uh zombie and this one and uh zombie zombie was like a, a grunge track which which I love zombie and I I've been playing that for for the last twenty years here in the house, but uh, zombie was about uh, Warrington. There's a, there's a town just outside Liverpool called Warrington, yeah. Okay. And in 1992, uh, the IRA put a bomb in in Warrington and killed two two little boys, yeah. And that's where where zombie comes from. Oh, okay. It's about it's about that, yeah. The reason why I know that is because when the Lordus died this week, somebody said to the father of one of the little boys that uh, she wrote that song because because of that situation, and he didn't know. Did he know for he all this know. time? No. But she had a lovely voice, Dolores, Dolores O'Riordan. I like the layers. Like it's record, she's the main vocals are recorded on it's like the left side, and like the the background vocals they come through on the right. It's a really nice, nice mix. She she didn't use any like a chorus. It was her her voice all the time. Yeah, yeah. They saw the Cranberry sold like forty million records as well, which I didn't know until recently. These were huge, like stuff like dreams as well. I'd see on on Spotify Cranberries dreams, and I'd I'd like what is that? And I remembered it from when it was out, and I was like, oh, I love this track. It's like so the technology has has good good points and bad points. You know, I I believe in in the album form. You know, as as technology changes, that that album the form of an album can change you know whereas in if you go back to where we started between 1965 1978 the album would generally be about 40 minutes Mm -hmm. come to like this point the 90s on cd like vinyl you get like 40 minutes on 20 minutes aside cd you can get 78 minutes you know, now with the internet, MP3, you can make an album as long as you want. I was reading 
Halloween. Uh, there was a Frank Frank Zappa 1977 Halloween album come out. 158 tracks on it. How many? 158. Oh my god! You know, so and it was great stuff. Don't get me wrong, I was listening to it, but it's like, you know, <laughs> if you're gonna have that on vinyl, it's gonna be like a, a like 12 a box, <laughs> 12 disc set, which oh I'm completely god. down with, by the way. Oh if you if you've got if you've got the the cojones but a, a to release a, a a ten disc album, I'll I'll back you up all the way. Oh my god, so many, no. I love the way that even in the nineties that bands were uh, recording, like filming videos for the singles in black and white. You know, because they could have easily filmed this in colour. But the black and white gives it an extra quality, I think. I can't believe that she died. Yeah. Yeah, rest in peace, Dolores. Yeah, rest in peace. Can't pass the cancer. Okay. Okay, so this is... We've Go covered we covered this track before. This was on Under the Pink. Sorry, Amos. Um... And I, but I just wanted to put Tori Amos on here because she's such a uh, great pianist, and like this, this like videos full of like witchcraft. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Which I know Denise loves. Like you can see, like loads of candles and like you know stuff like that. This mix sounds strange coming through these headphones. I don't know if they changed the mix for the for the mm. single. I don't know. <laughs> Why she got something in the candle? It's like a nail through it, yeah. Mm. Oh, hairpin it is. A, a needle. Yeah. There's lots of religious um, symbolism in this video. I never really noticed before. It's the cross. The cross is well, in the there's candle. There's cross, there's like a, there's candles. Um, okay, Jewish. There's like snake charming. That's like, that's a religion in, in America with the snake, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, one thing I did want to say about Tori Amos, I listened to, there was a podcast which came out where the, these two guys spoke about one Tori Amos track per episode Okay, and it started off like they were they were taking like fifteen minutes to do to do an episode, yeah. But now they're on like the third album, and an episode would run into three hours where they just talk about that one track. It's so in depth. I found it like really inspiring. It's called, oh, what was it called? Uh, I would have nightmare with this video. Well, with the, with the rats. Yeah, I don't, I don't like rats and snakes. Really, <laughs> I didn't know that. You can see these animals in this in this video, but how he's eating with the rat? There? No, I can't <laughs> see it anymore. Okay, but, but this this is look at this. What we were saying before, you got a, a a young musician here starting off a career, yeah? mm-hmm. and she's not using like sexuality to to sell her music because the video's got like rats mm-hmm. and snakes and like you know, uh, there's a guy like putting a tourniquet on his arm to, to take drugs, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's not... 
like a, a, a pop star where like it's just like they just show everything on the on the on the screen to just try and sell records, yeah. Denise because just will not look at no, the screen. She's because... she's looking at <laughs> yeah. me with this look. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> these w- women are Denise, real your musicians. Your eyebrows are like a, a V. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are musicians. The other people, they are pop stars. Yeah. Somebody create them. Yeah, been, it's manufactured. It's being put together. Yeah. I mean, even even Tori Amos' first album was was kind of like manufactured pop, and but it was it was not a success, and it, she ended up like uh, deleting it. It was on it. You're unable to buy it for for years and years. I've only just got a copy myself, to be honest, for Record Store Day or Black Friday. Okay. Oh my god, I can't watch this video. I found that to be an enjoyable video, Denise. What, oh what's the god, matter with you? They rot some their legs. No. Okay, so this next video is from 1997. Why did I speak parcel? Parcel thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is the next video? Okay, El Presidente. El Presidente. No, no El, El President. President. Why El in Spanish and then President? Ah, why, Joseph? Why you need to do that to me? Okay, this is, it's my country. This is from a, a Brazilian band called Drugstar, yeah? And it's about uh, Salvador Allende, yeah. who was president in... Chile, 1970 to 1973. Um, and that's Tom York out of Radiohead, yeah? I like this song. Yeah. Oh. Allende. Yeah. I've never seen a video to this, you know. No? I think I might have seen it a couple of times when it came out in 1997, but uh, I don't really have any memory of it. I remember that in one podcast, uh, I said to you that El President was in my grand-grandparents' house. Yes. I think it was when we were doing Los Caibas. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I rem- my grandma told me that, she, that um, they, Salvador Allende and some other guys, they traveled to, to the north of the country, to Antofagasta. And he visited some some people, some important people, and some people that were interested in in pol- politics. Mm-hmm. And one of these people was my my grand grand grandparent. Yeah, great grandfather. Father. Yes. Yeah. So he went to his house, and my grandma was uh, hiding in the next room and she was looking uh, the the guys speaking each other um so she she remembered that um, Salvador Allende was using a a hat mm-hmm. la moneda very powerful images yeah yeah um, I remember speaking to your grandmother now. Denise's family 
don't really associate themselves with Salvador Allende. No, only was but, my grand grandfather. But Denise's grandmother came and see me one day and she was talking to me about Salvador Allende. And she said, her words to me, it was, Era un gran hombre. Mm-hmm. He was a great man. But she wasn't really supportive of him. No, because they believe all the... Um... All the horrible thing that they said about Salvador Allende and and this this I mean I don't know where this has come from. Mm. There's like um, it's like uh, it tells you about uh, about Allende and and what happened to him on on the end of the video. Mm-hmm. I don't really know if this this was part of the official video or whatever, but. It's workers of my country, trabajadores de mi país, who forward knowing that. Yeah, I mean, it's good for for people to go and and see this so they can they can know what happened because it's very um, it's an important part of well, our world today. Well, the most important thing to know about this is that, like, uh, in this moment, people from I don't know seventy, eighties, like uh, the eighty percent. Or I don't know. Okay, between sixty percent or seventy percent or eighty percent. I'm not so sure of of all people. They believe that the country was uh, in this state because Salvador Allende did something wrong. They couldn't imagine that there, there was another country involved and doing many things because they wanted to fight about copper mines and mm-hmm. all that. Anyway, I I worked in a copper mine for. Long, long years, yeah. yeah. You remember, yes. Hey, mm. um, do you remember we were talking? We last week we done um, PJ Harvey, yeah. Stories yeah. from the city, stories from the sea. This is from the Hope Six Demolition Project, which is the last album that came out, and we were talking about Seamus Murphy, who's the guy who recorded the footage for it. Yeah. Oh, this okay. is the this is the footage. This is some of the footage that he's recorded for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I was looking at this before. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. What kind country? Of like Chile, is? Yeah. Yeah. Uh what country is this? I don't know. Well that's uh Greek on the Greek on or the something like shields, this, yeah. yeah. But it's like um, the footage is really raw, yeah. That's one of the reasons why I picked this as well because Polly's playing a looks like a uh, like a jazz 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 master mm-hmm. and the jazz master. Like I have a similar guitar. And she was there. Yeah, she went as well. Yeah. It's very strange footage, yeah. Like huge landfill. Is it in the middle? But there's a street lamp in the middle yeah, of that. In the middle of the town. Oh. The video was just ended for some reason. I don't know what happened there, sorry. Uh wow. okay, so now we go on to the next video, which is I like this one. Melon Soda by Tricot, man from Japan. Yeah. And this stems from a, a conversation that I had with Denise today. Whereas 
I was thinking about artists, female artists in the past who were exploited and maybe had success, you know, they had success from, from their careers or maybe didn't have a lot of success because they weren't promoted correctly. And now with technology, you've got like these three, three young ladies who've started a band and they do everything correctly from what I've seen. They, you know, they, uh, they have their own record label where they put all their own stuff on. They're in charge of their own careers. They don't need to answer to anybody. All of this stuff, they have complete creative control over what they want to release because they're in charge. They do everything through the internet. I think that for this reason, I like this band. I love the band. Uh, we saw some recording that they do, yeah? A, yes. a special video. And I can see how powerful they are. And they, I think that they are amazing. Uh, I was crying the other day when you told me that they were in London. Yeah, I said, why? Why? Them. I wasn't there. Well, of course, that uh, I had an injury and I needed to take care of myself. But I said, oh, my God, why? There was, there was something else, though. When we were watching them videos, you went upstairs in some moment, yeah? Uh-huh. Um, and, and I carried on watching them. Mm-hmm. And it come to some moment where the the when the videos were, were playing mm-hmm. they show you how to play these songs so i learned to play this song on guitar from from trico because they show you how to play all the guitar parts the bass the drums and they'll just isolate one track and show you how to play it oh good yeah which i think is a great idea and it's one thing how how technology can dictate how a band can interact with with its audience. You know, I think that they are amazing, and how powerful they they were during the concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah they were heavy. I like this video. Everything's in reverse. Yeah, <laughs> how they do that? <laughs> That's the record label. Bakuretsu. And this is the the last track. Go back to to Kate Bush. This woman's work, yeah. This is a video that uh, I've I'd never seen before up until a few weeks ago, and I thought it was a very striking, uh, powerful, powerful video. You know, woman at the piano. She's kind of dressed like a man. Yeah. But the lines between between male and female are kind of blurred in this video, anyway. Not, not in a sexual way. It's like the, the content of the video. You've got a man in a hospital waiting room. Waiting. Mm. And he's, he's like waiting all over the place. But the lyrics are like in contrast to the video because it's actually the man who's had the, the um, whatever's happened. Mm-hmm. And the woman is is waiting for him. Oh, okay. Yeah, but the image is is the opposite way around. But I found it to be a very uh, very moving, moving video. And it's from a, a period of Kate Bush's career, which I don't really uh, know as well as as 
Which are other more areas. Possible. This is from the sensual world. Number fifth, sixth. Six. Ah, remember yeah. that. I, I am playing it a little bit more now. I do appreciate it more. And even the Red Shoes, which I never never really listened to. There's a couple of tracks off there which I quite like. Ah, hold on. Let me see. We just had this. Oh, it's a matter. What's the video? Yeah. It's quick. Video went off for a second there. This is the point that we were at before. Yeah, it's got something wrong with it. Hold on, hold on. Maybe you need to change the video on the on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Something was wrong with the video. One second. A couple of technical difficulties. It's just. Which which is the album that I like? Oh my god. Which one is the album that I like from Kate Butch the, the most? It's the fifth one. Yeah? Yeah, The Hounds of Love. Later. Later. Oh, let me just um, turn the volume down a bit because that'll come through on the audio. Okay. Even that's on low, it's still coming through really loud. There we go. So wh why the video is different from the song? Do you know? Because she she's in she's got complete creative control of of her music. Mm -hmm. You know, which was kind of the point where we started. The the record label said, "We want you to release this song as your first single." She said, "No, I want to release this song," and it was a huge success. Ah. So they they they, they let believe. her get on with with what she wanted after that. Yeah, so it's it's interesting, you know, for the video to be in contrast with with what's saying what the lyric is saying. It's it's following the same story, but the roles are reversed. Mm -hmm. This is the last video, by the way, yeah. Okay. So here's where, where you see what happened. Uh, I need to run to the hospital with her. Yeah. But in in the lyrics, it's the other way around, yeah? It's the man. Ah. Uh. That's my perception of it anyway. I could be like completely wrong, but that was what what I took from it. But it's so well filmed. He's this suffering. is all like one shot, yeah. But everything was fine at the end. Everything was fine. So basically what it's saying is You've got all of these things to say and do, and don't leave it until it's too late. Mm. Mm, beautiful. Thank okay, you. So that was uh, episode zero five eight of the LB Lexicon podcast. I hope you you enjoyed that I uh, enjoy playlist. It. Thank you. It's okay. Um, have you got anything to add before we sign off, Denise? Uh, 
No, everything's fine. You want to sign off? I forgot. No mate la música. Oh, no. Oh, no. El disco es... El disco es cultura. No mate la música. Bye. Contact details. Contact us by email at lexiconpod at gmail.com. Our blog, lexiconpod.blogspot.com. And our Twitter, at lexiconpod. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.